Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello and welcome to another episode of Box Trek. I'm your host, Matt Brady. Guys, today we had a Nintendo Direct. It was showing off more footage from Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield. Just going to do kind of a quick reaction here. One of the first things I have to say is I really uh, enjoyed the, the song they were playing. It reminded me quite a lot of the old songs from the Pokemon anime. Uh, and the big, uh, the chorus of that song was a brand new world. And I, I wrote in my notes as I was going down, it's a fresh start. I think, uh, it doesn't seem like this, this new generation of Pokemon is a carryover. It feels brand new. And I think that's a really good thing. Um, Pokemon in the last couple of years has been kind of an interesting formula, um, you know, it, it does evolve, pun intended, every generation, but it really felt like black and white was about the, about kind of the end of, of everything up until that point. And then we got X and Y and and that really introduced mega evolutions and it was on the 3DS. And I think that was kind of the push of, all right, now it's time to, I think, start shifting Pokemon. We started getting things like the Pokemon Bank and that just uh, changing the functionality. And then it seemed like they went in not a new direction, but kind of it's almost like they didn't know where to go. We got Pokemon Sun and Moon and the Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon, Pokemon um, Omega Ruby and Sapphire, which was just a remake using the X and Y engine. And then Ultra Sun and Moon, they said, hey, let's do these Aloha Pokemon because at some point, we've been we've been saying for years and years and years that they're going to run out of ideas for Pokemon. There's just you're at the, they're going to get really kind of tired and and old, and they're just going to seem like smaller versions or smaller variants of other Pokemon that we already have, and they just won't seem as fresh. So, um. This game, however, Sword and Shield, I think they've gone in the right direction. It's it's the first console Pokemon game. It's something we've been waiting for forever. Um, it's basically kind of what we wanted. We go back to the days of playing red, blue, and yellow, and then slapping in your cartridges and, and, and taking those Pokemon into the N64, Pokemon Stadium, Pokemon Coliseum. That's what we want. We wanted the, that combination, and that's exactly what we're getting here. Last year, when they came out with Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu, I think seeing it on the Switch running um, and looking as good as it did was uh, a good indicator of what this game would be, and I thought it would be a similar formula. But this game 
is going to be open world uh, is 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 almost what it looks like. I'll, I'll get to it a bit, but in the direct they showed it. I think it's more of a region, and so I think the rest may still use that kind of traditional Pokemon camera. Um, right out of the gate, one of the I think the most impressive things about this game is the art style. The art style, the graphics, it looks gorgeous. Um, everything is really colorful. A lot of people are already making comparisons to um, Breath of the Wild. There is that shot early in the trailer where uh, the camera is panning up behind the main character and they're staring at this town and there's a bridge and it looks identical. People on Twitter have have paired it up right next to a shot of Link in Breath of the Wild that was used in promotional images, and they're very, very similar. Um, Another game I think would be a good comparison is Xenoblade. Xenoblade Chronicles, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles X, and Xenoblade Chronicles 2. Um, In Xenoblade Chronicles X, because I don't have as much experience with the other two games, one of the things that I think really made those games special was scope and and depth and just how large the world was. And I think that going in a new formula where you see the Pokemon running around, which they had in in Pokemon uh, Pete, let's go Pikachu, let's go Eevee. But I think in this game with the ability to also have a free moving camera. It it uh, it just adds so much depth to the game. In in Xenoblade Chronicles, there will be moments where you're walk, running around these gorgeous landscapes, and you'll just see an enormous monster off in the dif- distance, and you're just like, I better stay far away from that thing, and kind of maybe focus on some of these little things, and it just adds to the world. It makes it all just click and and come together. And I mean, obviously, this is Pokemon, but I think it would be cool if in this wild area. So one of the things they said is that you will, there's going to be a certain region called the wild area. And I think it's going to be a centralized region and then towns and things will be kind of in the middle. Think almost like Hyrule field uh, in legend of Zelda Ocarina of time, that kind of central field, which you would run through to get to the other areas. And so there's where you have the free roam roaming camera. That's where the Pokemon are going to essentially run wild and free. I, uh, I will say wild area as a name is, is not maybe the, uh, uh, the most original choice, but uh, what they're going with. But I think being able to run through that area, I think it would be super cool if you had higher, higher level Pokemon that you would immediately essentially die or, or, or get knocked out. And if you if you tried to challenge them early, early on when you probably have a level 12 uh, Pidgey equivalent uh, in the, in this game against, uh, say, like a level 65 you know, Rhydon equivalent or, or, or something like that. In this game, uh, they, we did see a couple Pokemon. Um, uh, Wooloo, which is a sheep Pokemon. Uh, Grossoflower, which is a flower. It evolves into Eldegoss, which is uh, almost like a cotton-type Pokemon. Uh, Dredna, which is a snapping turtle. He looks really cool, um, powerful. And Corviknight, which is a, almost like a dark steel-like Pokemon. They said it's also a flying taxi, so that's going to be kind of cool. So we'll have the ability to fly maybe earlier in the game. You just pay a little fee, and then you can kind of fly back 
to areas that you've already visited. Um, back in the early days of Pokemon Yellow and Red and Blue, well before you got Fly, the trick would be to catch an Abra so you could teleport back. Um, so in this game, it looks like you you may have that option as well. Obviously, with, without an Abra, but maybe not. I don't I don't know if Abra is going to be in it or not. But uh, you will at least have that option. So I think that'll be kind of kind of cool being able to quickly jump back to to other areas well before you learn fly if that is something that they're even going to do in this game um they didn't show a lot of other pokemon they did show our our three starters uh grookey um who is my favorite uh he we saw him do an attack with a he, he didn't attack and he used a wooden hammer. And so I'm wondering if a lot of the attacks in this being sword and shield, they can be more weapon based attacks. Uh, you know, think like, think like an ice spear. So that may be, um, the route they, they end up going. Um, the big, no pun intended thing about this game is they're replacing mega evolutions with a new system called Dynamax, which essentially is like an Ant-Man esque power up and not when he gets really small, but when he gets really large for your Pokemon, it looks like it's only going to last a couple of turns. And I think it's probably a good idea. I think it's, it's, it's cool. Um, Getting away from Mega Evolutions is probably a good choice for the developers. Mega Evolutions, uh, you're essentially creating a new form for all the Pokemon, and that would just have that would just have to take a ton of time, especially when you have people like Meg, uh, Mewtwo who have two different forms. Charizard has two different forms. Eventually, it's just going to be so time consuming. Every generation you want to make a new Pokemon game, just come giving all of these Pokemon the, uh, Mega Evolutions. So I think this is a cooler way to do it. It looks like it's only going to last around three turns. You can only do it once per battle. They didn't say if it's they didn't, they just said it's once per battle. So I'm assuming that doesn't mean that you could use it once per Pokemon per battle. I think it's probably once per battle, period. Your Pokemon just get enormously large, and then all of their moves turn into max level moves. Uh, There are a ton of funny comments in the YouTube sections of people saying, I want to use uh, Dynamax Magikarp and have him use Splash or Dynamax Snorlax, Dynamax Wailord as somebody I think would be quite funny. And the really cool thing is you have the ability to use do multiplayer. So they, they said there's going to be max raid battles where you have to catch these Pokemon. And they use these in the trailer. They show uh, the girl avatar throwing this giant red Pokeball at a Gyarados, I believe it was. And so there's clearly probably going to be some sort of special Pokeball that you can only use to cap, uh, fight these type of uh, Pokemon and trying to capture them, but they didn't necessarily say. I'm assuming if it's a giant raid battle, so four, so you link up with three people, three other people, and you battle against this Pokemon. I'm hoping that you, and I'm assuming you would all four get that Pokemon. You work together, you all get it, and it's not just going to be one person gets it, and, and it's like it's kind of like a raid drop. I, I, I mean, as you would see in other. Typical RPGs or MMO RPGs, things, things like that. But I would have to imagine that would be the case. I just really don't see Nintendo going in in that direction. 
Um, then we see a couple of the people that will be featured characters in this game. We see Leon. He is the current champion. You, your rival in this game is his younger brother, Hop. So that's kind of different. Rather, uh, a lot of times it's been the somebody related to the professor. In this game, it's the it's the younger brother of the champion. So that's kind of cool. The professor in this game is Professor Magnolia and her granddaughter Sonia. Sonia, and that's she's going to assist you throughout the game. We saw some gyms. They look like enormous soccer stadiums. And they're broadcast all over the Gala region. And their reasoning for that is that in the Gala region, the gyms need to be really, really large so that they can support Dynamax battles. Uh, Lastly, we got a release date of November the 15th. So right before Black Friday, obviously a very smart move and a very wise move on Nintendo because they are going to be selling tons of Nintendo Switches this holiday season and tons of copies of Pokemon. There is going to be a bundled version where you can get both. I don't know yet if I'm going to do that. I am kind of leading to- leaning towards Pokemon Sword because I think that the legendary Pokemon um, who holds a sword in his mouth looks a little bit cooler than the legendary for Pokemon shield he reminds me a lot of the the pokemon from pokemon sun so and i've always kind of tended towards pokemon blue i have pokemon x i had uh silver i've I've always gone towards like the watery side of of things so yeah just a cool update i'm sure we will see gameplay footage of this at e3 we'll see we'll learn a lot more here going forward with e3 right around the corner but i am super super excited for this cannot wait i'm definitely i'm definitely getting pokemon sword i'm not sure yet whether i'm going to get the bundle i may but we will just wait and see but definitely excited for it um i think easily nintendo is going to hit this it looks like they're just going to hit this out of the park which they need to considering we have been begging for a console air quote there pokemon game we have been begging for a console Pokemon game all, all the way back to the, the Game Boy days, and we've just never, ever gotten it. And so the Switch is obviously the perfect time to do that because they're not really developing for the 3DS anymore. Whether you want to call this a console or a hybrid, some people use it handheld. I think I tend to use the Switch in handheld mode quite a lot, actually, um, just kind of around the house and, and lying on the couch and, and, and things like that. I say I would probably spend 70% of my time playing switch hand handheld mode. So obviously it's going to be great there as, as most, as most, or as all Pokemon games have been before, but the ability to throw it up on the big screen is going to be great as well. So, all right, guys, just wanted to get this out, out here. Just some quick thoughts on this. I do have more content planned. Uh, it will be coming shortly. going to have uh, people like Adam back on and some other people on as well. So, All right, guys, thank you so much, and as always, thanks for listening.